Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. I don't think they're ready for this. This is different. A LA Ram podcast, not based in California, but based in Florida? Come on, nah. You know I had to do it. Ram Nation, stand up. It's Ramley Talk from the Playmakers Bar podcast, hosted by Darnell the Playmakers Salads. Let's talk Rams football. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, I am back, which means Ramley Talk is back. Took the week off. Happy to do so. Thank you to everybody and all the Rams Nation that reached me after birthday on last week. I greatly appreciate it. With the Rams on the bye week and my birthday was on Sunday. But it was a good time to take take the week off and relax and get myself together. To get back and ready for the second half of the season, just like the Los Angeles Rams are getting ready to get back on the second half of the season after they bye week. Before they bye week, you know, that loss in Miami, pretty painful, you know. Tua Tangoval didn't really do much. I mean, that whole offense only had 147 yards of total offense, but they beat the brace off us because. Jared Goff had four turnovers, two interceptions, two fumbles. Defense tried to defense held their own defense did their job, but when you turn the ball over, you give another team short field. Eventually, they gonna break that. Unbreak, they gonna break that bend and don't break defense. So that's what happened in Week Eight down in South Beach. You know, we took our third loss to the Miami Dolphins. Let's put those at 0-2 against that AFC East. We have lost. We got a loss at Buffalo. We lost at Miami, but you know, five and three going into the bye week. There's some things we need to look at as the Rams. Some things we hope they worked out and get ready for the second half of the season. And speaking of the second half of the season, we have the toughest schedule: two matchups with the Seahawks, two matchups with the Cardinals, another date with San Francisco. You got New England and the Jets to finish out our AFC East opponents for the season. So, it's not going to be an easy road to get to the playoffs. It's not. But I will say this. Week 9, we won week 9. The Rams won week 9. Because San Fran got beat down by the Green Bay Packers on Thursday night football. The Arizona Cardinals took an L at home against those Dolphins that whooped on us before our bye week. And the Seattle Seahawks found out what it's like to go up to Buffalo and... Get beat by the Buffalo Bills. Russell Wilson had four turnovers in that game. Two fumbles and two interceptions, by the way. Wasn't a good day for him. Was not. The defense 
Defense gave up 44 points. You know, hey. Josh, Josh Allen had them boys driving down the field, scoring touchdowns, not field goals. So, the Cardinals and the Seahawks, they felt what we felt in two games. Even though the Card- the Cardinals should have won that game, but they didn't. So, as the division stands right now, Seattle's still on top at 6-2. We are tied with the Arizona Cardinals at five and three, and the San Francisco 49ers are four and five on the season. So, this second half of the season is going to get really crazy in the NFC West. A lot of a lot of things going to get determined in the second half of the season because San Fran still got a date with Seattle, Arizona, and us. Seattle got two dates with us, and another date with San Fran and Arizona. Arizona got two dates with us. Another day with San Fran and Seattle. So this same half of the season in NFC was going will be determined very quickly because all of us play each other in the second half. So speaking of which, that brings us to our game this week. At home, off the bye week, and here comes Mr. Russell Wilson, Mr. MVP. Well, is he still the MVP? Some might bet the difference after that loss he took in Buffalo. But here come the Seattle Seahawks coming in into town. Now, this is this is our shot to get division lead by beating the Seahawks. You know, this has been this, they, we had their number over the past couple of years. We beat them, gave them a beat down at at day place. We we beat them at home. So this is an opportunity for us, even though last year, last year we split. It's an opportunity for us to get back control of this division rivalry. And it's going to be interesting to see. 425 Eastern Standard Time. That'll be 125 Pacific Time out in LA for all my LA fans. We are one and a half favorite right now. As of this recording, we are one and a half favorite. This is a pick em game for those of you who like to do spreads and bets and stuff like that. But let's look at it. The Seattle Seahawks, they have the fifth ranked offense. No, the ninth ranked offense in the league. They kill the passing game. They are fifth in passing and they are 19th in the rushing. The Rams, on the other hand, with they by way, they are 10th in the league in offense, 7th in passing, and 16th in rushing. But, 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 the defense. We have the second-ranked defense in the league. And the Seahawks, the 31st-ranked defense in the league. Now, that sounds good. It sounds advertising. It sounds really delicious, don't it? It sounds really good. But remember what I told y'all when we got ready to play the San Francisco 49ers on Sunday Night Football. Throw all the stats out the door. Throw all everything out the door. Because San Fran, Jimmy Garoppolo played. Debo Samuel played. You know, Jeremy McKinnon played, George Kittle played, and what happened? We looked at bad on Sunday Night Football in in San Francisco. And we took a loss on Sunday Night Football to the 49ers. Now, throw all that out the door. Throw all the offensive rankings, the defensive rankings, the passing rankings, all that. Throw all that out the window. You know why? Because it's another divisional game. In divisional games, are the ones you can't really predict unless you know you are in the AFC South where Tennessee is heading head and shoulders above everybody, even though 
Indianapolis. I will have something to say about it. By the way, that's our Thursday night game for this week, by the way. For anybody that's interested, LC South, Tennessee, and Indianapolis Thursday night football. But, divisional game, Pete Carroll, Sean McVay, Russell Wilson, Jared Goff, Aaron Donald, Bobby Ratner. This is a game we need to win. We All our losses have been on the road at Buffalo, at San Fran, at Miami. So we've been defending the, the home turf. We've been defending SoFi Stadium. We must continue to defend SoFi Stadium. Do not let the Seattle Seahawks come into SoFi Stadium and be the first team to beat the Rams at home. We do not want that. Because after we play the Seattle Seahawks, we got to go to Tampa. Our final East Coast trip is to Tampa Bay on Monday Night Football for week 11. So, we need to take care of business against Seattle. We need to bring Seattle right to our level because Arizona has Buffalo. That game can go either way. San Fran, they beat up and injured and they playing... New Orleans Saints, who just got back all their weapons, if you did not see what New Orleans Saints did at Tampa Bay just last week. So we are prime, we are in a prime position to be number one in the division. We have to beat the Seattle Seahawks to do so. And it starts Sunday. Do not mess around and let this offense go off like it's been doing. We have to Second-ranked defense, Jalen Ramsey, Troy Hill. If Darius Williams is healthy enough to play, Darius Williams, Jordan Fuller, John Johnson, Tyler Rapp, whoever is playing in the secondary, you better play with the game plan. Do not let DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett get off. Do not let them get off. They might have Chris Carson back for this game. We'll see. But DJ Dallas is no slouch. He can he can tote the rock. So I need my linebackers to fill to fill in gaps. Aaron Donald, Sebastian Joseph Day, Leonard Fuller, do y'all thing. By the way, Ashawn Robinson makes his debut on Sunday for us. So we can add Ashawn Robinson into the mix now. Do what you got to do. Contain Russell Wilson, which Aaron Donald does love love playing against Russell Wilson. I think Russell Wilson might be the most sexy Aaron Donald has got to any single quarterback. That's what I'm thinking. But don't quote me on that. But I think I think he has sat Russell Wilson the most than any other quarterback he has ever sat. Anyway, do what we need to do. We need to beat the Seattle Seahawks on Sunday because, like I said, Week 11. It's Monday Night Football in Tampa. Our final East Coast trip to Tampa. We, that can go either way because the way Tampa look, I'm pretty sure Carolina's going to find out how pissed Tampa really is. Then after Tampa, San Fran comes to us in week 12. We go to Arizona week 13. We come we come home. We got to face Cam Newton and the New England Patriots on Thursday Night Football on week 14. And... And then we finish up the LC East with the Jets the following week of week 15 at Seattle week 16. And we finish it at home against Arizona. Look, we got to take control of this division right here this week. Beat Seattle. You have the same record, but you'll be on top because you beat Seattle. 
take go to go to Temple. We see we can handle business hang with Temple because they got a lot of weapons too. And see how that game goes. If we can sneak out of there with a win, even better. Before we get San Fran at home. So our next four games is three divisionals, San Fran, Seattle, Arizona, with Temple on a Monday night. If we come out of that three and one, four and oh, we're in prime position. We are in prime position. Because after that, New England's at home. They got Cam Newton. Bill Belichick still there. We got the Jets. That's two winnable games, to be honest. New England may be a little tougher, but it's two winnable games right there. And then you finish off with Seattle and Arizona. Come on, fellas. Sean McVay, come on. Brandon Staley, come on. We got to get it. The second half of the season. It's, it's playoff push time now. It starts on Sunday. Take this division because no matter what, somebody has to win the NFC East, in which we swept that division. We beat all four of them. But guess what? Somebody got to go to one of their teams. Most likely, it might be Philly. So, we don't want to go back to Philly, okay? Let Seattle or Arizona or San Fran go to Philly. Let one of them go to Philly. We ain't trying to go back to Philly. We already took care of that. We want to have a home game. We want to we wanna play our playoff game in our new stadium. So, we got to do what we got to do, fellas. Look, we can finish the AFC East at 2-2. Two and two, Great. If we can win four of our five divisional games, perfect. If we can sneak out one in Tampa, perfect. We're good. We're ready. But it starts with say, Seattle first. It starts with the Seahawks first. Contain Russell Wilson. Contain DJ Dallas. Do not let DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett get off on us. We should win this game. We should win this game. No more playing around. It's the second half. We had a week, we saw what happened. Our bye week, everybody helped us out. Because everybody in our division lost last week. So now we right in prime and ready. Let's go, Rams. Let's do it. Rams Nation, let's go. Now, Tyler O, as always, got your Ram Fantasy talk for this game. I'm pretty sure he got some great matchups and great some great tips for you for this game. Because this could be a high-scoring game. So, my boy Tyler O, go ahead and take it away. Welcome to week 10 of Rams Fantasy Talk. I'll be your host, Tyler Urginski. As always, this will be a quick one. The Rams will look to right the course after coming off an embarrassing loss to the Dolphins and then having their bye week. Unfortunately, they are playing one of the better teams in the NFL and division rival, the Seattle Seahawks. While I won't speak to what I think the outcome of this game will be, it should be a fantasy goldmine. With a 55.5 implied total, this profiles is one of the highest scoring games on the slate. Expect a lot of points early and often. There are two main reasons why we should be seeing a lot of points, and both of those reasons are because of Seattle. Number one, outside of last week, the Seattle team has been one of the best passing offenses in all of football, elevating Russell Wilson to the MVP favorite, and elevating DK Metcalf and Tyler Lockett as easy top 10 wide receivers. Russ is indeed cooking. And number two, the Seahawks are fielding a sorry defense, especially their pass defense, which has honestly been helpless at times. It is sad to watch if you are a Seattle fan. In fact, when you take the average of total points scored in all Seahawks games, both the Seahawks and the opponent add them together, get the average, 
on the year that averages 64 points scored, the most in the league. So in all these games that the Seattle's playing, Seattle Seahawks I should say, there's a lot of points scored. That's been the trend and lately it's been even higher than that average. So I just expect this game to go absolutely wild. Even in the days when Seattle had a better defense. I mean, not, not Legion of Boom good. But let's talk the last, you know, two to three years. The Rams have absolutely scorched the Seattle defense. In the last five meetings, we've seen at least 28 points out of the Rams, usually more, and at least four TDs. And that was, that was a better defense. I mean, the Seattle wasn't as good, but it was a better defense. And now this defense is putrid. Again, regardless of victory, the Rams will be putting up points, and you need to be putting the Rams fantasy players in your starting lineup. Daryl Henderson didn't practice today. Today is Wednesday, but assuming he plays, I'm still on Daryl Henderson as the clear-cut lead back. Again, not the bell cow, just the lead back. We'll see the majority of the carries, get a few targets, but virtually all the green zone opportunities. Again, the green zone is from the 10-yard line to the end zone on the year. Daryl Henderson has seen more green zone opportunities, opportunities as touches or carries. He's seen more opportunities than Malcolm Brown, Robert Woods, Cam Akers, Tyler Higbee, and Cooper Cup combined. He is the guy in the green zone on the goal line. These are the money carries. That's why you keep starting up Henderson as an RB2 with upside, especially in a game that profiles as a fast-paced, high-scoring affair. If he's healthy, get him in your lineup. Malcolm Brown, as always, is a low-end flex play. But he should be at least rostered at this point because he has a pretty safe floor. And especially this week, he should be rostered because if Henderson can't go, he should be a clear-cut RB2 in this matchup. Cam Akers, he's been a tough one all year. I know he's disappointed some, but he definitely flashed in Week 8, showed some signs of why he was drafted, but he's the clear number 3 back. I'm still advocating for having him rostered, having him at the end of your bench, as this Rams offense is good, and we know that it can change at any point in time. But with that said, there's no way we're putting Akers into our starting lineup. But if something happens, he's a solid uh, handcuff or insurance policy, I should say, moving forward. He needs to be rostered. Also, I know I've been pounding the table as the Rams are run offense, but the Rams have actually been passing the ball a bit more as of late. I still believe this is a team that wants to run the ball, but with so much on the line this week for the Rams, that embarrassing loss... The Dolphins coming off the bye, and now they're playing the Seahawks. I have faith that McVay, as a good coach, adapts and turns to the pass, because that's how you can beat the Seahawks. But that said, this is obviously a smash spot for Cooper Cup and Robert Woods. Both these wide receivers have legit top 10 upside this week. I lean Cup if I had to pick one over the other. He saw an astounding 21 targets in Week 8. That's something we don't see ever from anybody. The Rams, with their backs against the wall, desperate for points, desperate for yards. Goff chose to throw the ball 21 freaking times to Cooper Cup. And things on the line, which it likely is against this good Seattle Seahawks. It's clear where Goff is looking. Regardless, we're firing them both up. Definitely not advocating for starting Josh Reynolds in a regular size league. But in a deeper league, I have no problem getting him in there. He is the clear number three there at this point in time. There is no Van Jefferson threat but he's seen 17 targets over the last two weeks, and I expect another 38 to 40 attempts out of golf this week. There's no reason why Reynolds can't see another six to eight targets. That's pretty viable in deep leagues, especially against the Seattle Seahawks, who are just hemorrhaging points to wide receivers, unlike anything I've seen in a long time. 
At this point, I would rather be starting Gerald Everett than Tyler Higby in fantasy. I told you, like, in week six to get rid of Higby, try to trade him for anything. You still got him on your roster. He's a pretty safe drop at this point. He's blocking. Gerald Everett is the option that you want in fantasy. He seems to be the guy in two-minute situations, third and long, what have you. He's not normally a guy that I'd be interested in streaming or rostering, but considering the matchup and all the reasons I've said, he's a solid streaming tight end this week. You just got to do it. There's going to be a lot of points scored. And then this goes without saying, but start Jared Goff. I'll have him around my QB 10 to 12 range this week, a preferred streamer at this point. And again, I don't have to tell you why, just lots of points, especially through air. And again, if it isn't clear, don't even think about playing the Rams defense special teams. It is not worth it. That's it for week 10 of Rams Fantasy Talk. Don't forget to follow me on Twitter, at FFTylerO. Don't forget, tell somebody you love them. Later. Tyler O, thank you very much for that. You can catch Tyler O, fire on high. He give you his 10 tips each week for the fantasy world, for the fantasy people out there. Playoff push time is coming. Get your liners, who who you need to sit, who you need to start, who you need to drop, who you need to trade for, stuff like that. Tyler O got you. Be ready. His new episode is dropping on tomorrow, Friday. So get ready for that and enjoy this week as we are back from our bye week. It's time to it's time to get down to the nitty gritty of LA Rams fans. LA Rams, it's time to go. We got Seattle up, then we going to Tampa. Let's get it done. Let's get it done. Talk to y'all next week. Down there, probably making silence signing off from Jacksonville, Florida. Y'all have a good one. mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. 
Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.